Hey family, it is Shayna of the Prayer Podcast here for another episode. Listen, two weeks um, and two podcasts. We're doing good over here. <laughs> I hope you guys are doing well. Also, um, let's get right into it. The scripture for the day is going to be Isaiah 55. Now, Isaiah 55, the whole thing is like, yes, Lord, come Lord Jesus. Uh, we will be talking about specifically 55, 6 through 9. But in your quiet time, in your prayer life, in your Bible study, whatever you do, um, Isaiah 55, um, the whole thing is, is good to review and reflect upon. And our tip of the day for prayer is going to be a devotional. I have been having a hard time really having what it feels like is a quality, desirable prayer life. What do I mean by that? I mean that. Like, I pray, but out of obligation instead of, like, a real zest for God. And he tells us in the Bible, right, like, we have ebbs and flow of our lives and that there are going to be moments where you feel really close to him. And it's like, yes, God, yes, God, yes, God. And there's going to be times where you're like, uh, I'm good on that. Or, God, you hear me? Or, ugh, I'm only doing this because I have to. Just like anything you love. You can love being a parent and some days you just do not feel like waking up with them kids. And you can love your job and days you call in fake sick. Like it's days, you know what I'm saying? It's ebbs and flows in that way. So I am conscious not to condemn myself, but to be very honest about where I am and then make intentional changes that will try to push me closer to where I want to be. And so with that, I got a Bible study um, devotional, like a year devotional. It's called The Bible Study. It's from a guy. His first name is Zach. His last name starts with a W, but I'll put it on Instagram at The Prayer Podcast. So I hope you're following me. And if you actually want to see the Bible study devotional that I got, um, it's only been two weeks. And so far, I'm liking it. I think that it does a good job of balancing like education about the Bible. So we'll literally know what it says, what's in there, who are the people that God is um, exposing us to. And then it also ask questions for you to reflect upon your relationship or your understanding of Christ. So, so far so good. And a couple of people in my personal Bible reading group that I do um, here have it as well. So we're enjoying it. So that's my tip is if you feel distant, don't condemn yourself, but make intentional changes to go closer to where you want to be. If you were failing math, you wouldn't just be like, oh, well, you would get a tutor. You would go do extra help. You would ask questions in class. You would make intentional decisions to move towards success. That's my spiel. Um, be sure, again, you're following us on Instagram. DM me if you have a prayer request. I love talking to you guys. And let's get right into Isaiah 55. Um, I'm going to read 6 through 9. Seek the Lord wh- while he may be found call on him while he is near let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts let them turn to the lord and he will have mercy on them and to our god for he will freely pardon for my thoughts are not your thoughts and neither are your ways my ways declares the lord as heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than your thoughts lord i thank you (laughs) I always start with thank thankfulness and gratitude because it is the catalyst to our worship and our praise. It is the catalyst to our desire to be pleasing to you. It is a catalyst to our love for you um, because of us understanding all that you've done for us. 
that you cared about us so much and that you were just so grieved by earth and our life and our experience and the the hardship that came along with the life that you didn't create to be this hard you created us to live and eat it and to live harmoniously and happily and in line with our passions not to struggle not to be heartbroken like none of that was your original design and so you care just as much about our lives and how tumultuous it has become and traumatic and dramatic that it's become as much as we do. Even more because you know the original intent and that because you were so grieved by the state of our experience that you sent your only son to die on the cross for us so that we could have a sure future. That our days will be filled with trouble and you're clear about that and our days and our life on earth will not be what you intended it to be, but you gave us a mechanism. You gave us a door. You Honestly, you gave us the biggest opportunity to say, today the blip, the smallness of our life on earth may not be all that you called it to be for lots of reasons. Our decisions, you know, Adam and Eve's decisions, the fall, right? But we have an opportunity to realign in perfection with you in eternity and that is something that we should never lose sight of amongst the anguish and angst of our day-to-day situations and even if it's not our lives that are anguished and distraught and dramatic and traumatic that you tell us to love our brothers and our neighbors as we love ourselves if their life is traumatic and dramatic then it should affect us in a way that causes us to have empathy and to grieve with those who grieve as the same way that you did Lord so um, in that case if we say that we are our brother's keeper which the Bible reminds us that we are um, then we should also care about the experience of our brother and so we're grateful that as we experience united as a kingdom uh, hardship but we know that it's yet more for a season that eternity is forever and that we have the opportunity and the the blessing to spend that with you so god we pray for people who don't know you who don't believe in you who think they know a version of you who actually not just our different religions and no religions or atheists or whatever but even people who sit in the church pews with us that hear you and they turn their back or they think they know you and you would tell them depart from me so i did not know you for i did not know you like that has to be the most indescribable feeling and we do not want wish that on anybody so i don't care lord what they've done what they haven't done i mean we can think horrific horrific of horrific even those people we pray for them right now we pray for the murderers we pray for the sexual abusers we pray for the predators god that we pray that they turn from those ways and they stop those things and even if they endure consequences because the bible tells us that you believe in consequences but you love them past that and that you want them to spend life with eternity and you want them to give their life over to you and that you can save and you can um, rearrange you can heal you can stop the madness Uh, We pray for people who have mental instability, financial instability. We pray for fatherless and motherless and familyless people. You created us to be in community with one another. So even if, you know, they have a mother or a father without that 
family. We pray for people right now who are planning to hurt or harm. We pray for people who are planning to go to war, to kill other people, to take the life of somebody else. Lord, we pray for people who are on death row right now, God. We pray, Lord, that if something can be done, because we know that you always can do something, that you help us to mobilize ourselves to act on their behalf, Father. We thank you that we define influence the same way you define influence. It is not if somebody makes me buy a pair of shoes, but if it's somebody brings me to Christ, God, help us to see ourselves the way that you see us God but also know that it is not our burden to bear that we lay it at your feet the Bible calls us co-laborers meaning that we are not doing it alone but you are laboring with us and if we are being honest you are doing the majority of the work I'm always reminded of the fact that I remember when my nieces and nephew were little and I would tell them okay it's time to clean up and I would be doing most of the work I'll be picking up handfuls and they picking up one little Lego at a time but they were still co-laborers with me they felt like they were doing something even though in my eyes they weren't doing much of nothing in the same way when we're co-laborers we're people who picking up one little piece at a time we're repenting about one little sin at a time but you have when you die on the cross you made a sweeping pickup Lord you picked up all the Legos and all the puzzle pieces you picked up all the toys you vacuumed the floor you picked up all the trash like right you cleaned up our area and even though we feel like we're co-laboring with you we know that there is no way that we could do the same lift as you have done thank you lord so as um the great philosopher beyonce said in her song bigger she says the spirit is preaching no i'm not just teaching i'm taking my own advice god help us to not be the people who are just preaching Right, the people who are just talking, but to listen to the spirit when it's teaching, listen to the spirit when it's when it's really the Holy Spirit when it's really pouring out of us, and then to not only say it but regurgitate it, to listen to it, not only excuse me regurgitate it, but to listen to it and take our own advice. Lord, we repent. One of the little pieces we're pulling up as we clean up is that we are repenting for telling everybody else what to do and not taking the own advice of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will tell us, girl, your worth is so much more than to be a side chick. Girl, your worth is so much more to allow somebody to abuse you mentally, physically, financially. Son, your worth is so much more than just money and power and respect and, and women and, and working and and your own physical satisfaction we will tell other people all the good news all day we preach the gospel to the mountaintops but we will go home and we will do exactly what we tell other people not to we may do it in secret we may not tell our friends we may not tell people who we can trust and that can speak life into us but we are doing it so god help us to not be hypocrites in our actions and our thoughts and our words and our deeds and how we parent our kids we can tell other parents you need to listen to your children and really be in tune where they are emotionally and then we go home we say how you doing they say good we get on our phones instead of exploring that deeper god help us to see the signs father god there's so many people out here and things are happening and when we look at it in hindsight we didn't even see the signs we didn't even know there were signs and it's not our fault, but we want to be more in tune with the move of God that if the wind is blowing a little bit off kilter, we are questioning God. Okay. What's that telling me about what's going on? God help us to 
be smarter than our kids and they deleting stuff and that they moving stuff around and they changing you know they they know what's up on their phones and they're able to hide things we were able to hide things from our parents and we thank you lord that you're taking the cover off you're taking the toupee off you're showing us really what's under the what's under the hood right now god you're showing us where our kids are looking at pornography or where our kids are cursing or where our kids are being introduced to things that are not of you and lord you giving us the insight how to nip it in the bud father god we thank you you're showing us why our friends are doing this and doing that and that they dabbling in drugs and that they're lying and they skipping school and and they're in relationships that they might even be bad relationships right it doesn't mean that just because a person doesn't abuse you they could be a perfectly nice person we can be a perfectly nice person um and 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 well-meaning and all these things but if we are aligned with the wrong person even if the other person is perfectly nice if it's not in your will then it is missed the mark it is a sin so god help us to see the signs not that this person is evil or demonic but that these things are not of christ lord let us know if our job is not aligned what you have us to do even if it was a godsend at a moment lord once you shift god help us to move with you once you're saying it's a new season help us to move with you once you're saying hey take your family and move from your father's house right that's the the, what you told abraham all right i want you to move to a place that i will show you move from where your family is into a new state god give us the boldness to move lord don't make us have to be so uncomfortable and everything to fall apart before we listen to the move of god help us to hear your voice and act we want to be sensitive to you, Father God. We want you to know that you are the most important person in our life, that no thing and no one is higher on our list than you. And that's hard to do, God. Help us to cast down idols. Thank you, Holy Spirit. And in my mind, idols was always statues, right? And it was worshiping cows and worshiping the sun and all these things that are inanimate objects. But Lord, idols can be our job. Idols can be our kids. Idols can be our mate. Idols can be our desire for a mate. Come on, somebody. Idols can be our friends. Idols can be the TV. If we spend all this time, I'm speaking to her. The spirit is teaching. Now, I'm not just preaching. I'm taking my own advice because I know I love a good TV show, child. I love a good YouTube channel. I like to be entertained. I like movies. I like to go out to concerts. But if that is taking the place of me being able to have some quality time with Christ to sit down and, and ask God what he wants me to do, where he wants me to be, and him not always having to protect me in, in the sense of me not being in tune with what he wants me to do, and now he having to intervene instead of me being in the place that he's calling me to be. God, I thank you for it right now that we are no longer worshiping idols and no longer seeking the desires of things, but we are seeking your uh, the desires to be pleasing unto you and that you want us to know what that is. The Bible says, seek the Lord while, while he may be found. Seek him while he's trying to be found. He's he here. He dead in your face looking for you. God, give us spiritual eyes to see how you're surrounding us and protecting us and loving on us and hugging us and leading in our direction and showing us favor and giving us insights and revelation and having people see us the way that Christ sees us. You are really moving in our lives even when we don't see it. Help us to know and seek you to say, Lord, how are you using me? Seek you with honesty. Uh, uh, I ain't about that life, God. Seek you with vulnerability, God. I don't think I'm good enough. Seek you with clarity, Lord. I, I, I need some help right up and through here, right? Seek you with all of us, good, bad, and indifferent. Call on you while you are near and let the wicked forsake their ways. Uh, if y'all want to know who the wicked was, it's us. 
I, I'm saved. I still do things that are wicked. I still do things that are not in line. Peter was a disciple of Christ. And, and there was a moment where Satan was using him. And what did Jesus say? He said, get behind me, Satan. He wasn't saying that Peter was the devil. He was saying that Peter's um, perspective of the situation was not in line with the divine will of God. And therefore, it was in line with Satan. Let the wicked forsake their ways and the unrighteous their thoughts. Now, you know, this is a theological debate, but the unrighteous, like who is that? And there may be people who are doing bad things right now. Maybe people who don't love God, right? I, I mean, for me, I think there's people who are not saved because the Bible calls us the righteousness of God. But I also think there are things that we, I know I have done and we have all done that does not reflect the righteousness of Christ. Help me to say it the way I feel it, Lord. We can be saved and we can be righteous, but our actions are not reflecting the righteousness of Christ. Our words, our deeds, our thoughts, our interactions are not reflecting the righteousness of Christ. God, And I, I don't care the perfect theological label. If I'm not reflecting you in all things, God, help me, forgive me, change me, rearrange me, God. I want to seek your ways. I want to seek your thoughts. I want to seek your feelings. You're higher than us. The Bible tells us that your thoughts are higher than our thoughts. And your ways are higher than our ways. So why would we want something that's not higher? How can we be big when little got us? If somebody was like, hey, I'm going to give you a promotion and I'm going to give you more money. Of course, you're going to say yes. Why? Because it's higher. In the same way, the Lord has come to us and told us in the Bible in Isaiah, he says, seek me. Why? Not because I told you so, but because my ways are higher than your ways and my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. I can see bigger than you can see. I understand more than you understand. And so if you want to grow, you need to seek me to elevate, to go to higher ground. Thank you, Lord. And sometimes the Psalms remind us getting to that higher ground is walking through the valley of the shadow of death. But we will fear no evil because you are with us. Your rod and your staff, they comfort us, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. So even if we're in the part that we're trying to elevate, if we're right here in our heart and our mind saying, God, I'm trying, Jesus. I call on you. I pray to you. I seek your face. I don't feel like you hearing me, though. I don't feel like you seeing me, though. I don't feel like you leaning in my direction. What's up? And we may be in the part where we're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. But right now, devil, we bind you and we rebuke you. And we will not believe that walking through the valley is dying in the valley. It's staying in the valley. It's setting up shop in the valley. It's building a brick house in the valley. Matter of fact, we don't even sleep in the valley. We just keep it moving. Every day we're in the valley, we remind ourselves, hey, this is just another step towards the higher thoughts of ways, the of God's ways, the higher ground that Christ lives on the highlands of it all and when I'm there I'm not alone even if I can't hear you even if I can't see you I trust that you are there and I'm gonna keep calling on you and I'm gonna keep seeking you until I know not theologically and not by faith but I can feel you and I can see you and I can I know God that you're there so help us God to see even when we can't see and to hear even when we can't hear. And when our senses, if our sight is blinded, God, help the other senses that we have to be on high alert. Um, I read somewhere that people who are blind, they're, they hear really well because they don't have the sense of sight. So, God, if we don't have the sense of sight right now, let our ears be sharp. 
let this person be saying one thing, but we hearing the truth. Oh, I love you. I'll never hurt you. We hearing, you know what? I need something from you right now. Oh, I'm I'm a changed person. I'm going to do better. We're hearing, I'm going to do better right now because I'm lonely without you. Oh, this is a great job. This is a great opportunity. I'm hearing, I'm going to use you. I'm hearing, God does not want this for you, but I need this for you. I'm hearing, if you take this job, it's going to free me up to do something else. And I'm going to push all the hard work on to you. I'm hearing Hey, if you take this job, you're not going to have time for your kids or your mate or yourself or God or church, right? We want to hear what's actually going to happen, what's actually not being said, but you know the truth in the spirit. How does God know? Because he is higher. So God, as we close, we thank you that you are inviting us higher. We thank you that you're telling us, hey, you want to come? Come on. I'm here. Seek me. And if you can't see me, listen for me. And know that my thoughts are higher than your thoughts and my ways are higher than your ways. But there is a place for you up here in the highlands with me. There is a place for you in your father's house. Some of us have never heard that we have a place in our father's house and our daddy house. We may be very comfortable with having a place in our mom's house, our grandma's house, or our friend's house, or our own house. But we may not know that we have a place in our father's house. And matter of fact, not only do we have one place, he's saying, pick your place, girl. Come into this house. Pick whatever room you want. That's the place that we have in our father's house, on the highlands. And we can get to that place if we seek him. So God, help us to seek you. Help us to know your voice and the voice of a stranger we will not follow. And we give your name all the glory and the praise and the honor forever and ever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, family. Thank you so much for listening to this week's prayer podcast. Follow me on Instagram. Message me. I look forward to seeing you soon. And two things. Firstly, if you think no one in the world, the whole world is praying for you, you are wrong. Because you should be praying for yourself. And I'm definitely praying for you. And second, remember that obedience is God's love language. So obey. Strive to obey. Ask to obey. And if you can't hear his voice, the Bible tells us some basic stuff to obey. Start there. And then he will see your faithfulness. He wants you to know. He wants you to seek He wants to talk to you. He wants to be your friend. It's not like you're chasing him. He's chasing you. Newsflash. You ain't chasing him, child. He's chasing you. So let him find you. All right. Love you. And I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye.